Well, Jim, we want to welcome Derek to our radio broadcast this morning. You know, Derek, uh, I'm going to let you uh, share how long you've been here. But you're on Frontline Ministries over in the Men's Day Room. And first of all, I want to welcome you to the, the, the radio program. Uh, why don't you share a little bit about uh, yourself and when did you come to the Haven? Yeah, it's been a little over a year ago, um, about the same time I got married. Needed a job as well, moving to the Akron area. And uh, it was a true blessing to be able to step into this where the team uh, and the mission is so in line uh, with the Great Commission. Now, Derek... You mentioned it right there, but we're a home missions organization. Uh, we exist that people would know Christ, but we do so in a way that's meeting these felt needs of people who are coming through the door. And they're often our friends and neighbors. These are people who are relatives. They live in our community. Um, so you kind of had a journey that you, you went through. And we, I think, mentioned this in a previous broadcast where we got to interview some of the story uh, of your life. Um, but I want to focus just for a quick bit of like the call to work in this field, right? Because that's different than the Lord saved me from something, but it's a whole nother level to say, now the Lord's called me to go and to reach people that are experiencing what I once did. Um, what was kind of the journey God took you on that, that led eventually, I know with obviously meeting your wife was part of that story, but that mm -hmm. led you to working here at Haven of Rest. So I think God's been preparing me uh, in his wisdom, just in his providence to really for many years before I came here um, for this. But I said before <clears throat> to somebody, I said, this is a job where it's like, I'm always kind of surprised when I receive my paycheck. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm getting paid to do this because this is, you know, um, very similar to a lot of things that I would really be want to be passionately about outside of here. You know, going and doing Bible studies, helping <clears throat> serve and volunteer and to work with the team. And so, you know, I don't feel like I'm punching a clock or anything. It's always like, oh, OK, time to go and then go home and do similar things usually. Yes. So it's just a, it's a real blessing to feel like um, – I think a calling, and I got this from John Newton, who wrote Amazing Grace, but uh, he said a calling is desire, ability, and opportunity. Mm -hmm. So I think the desire's been there. God's used that, you know, and all those things come from God, too. Abilities, you know, he develops that, continues to develop that, even being trained here. And then uh, opportunity. The opportunity was here. Yes. So... Well, you know, Derek, you know, we talk about frontline ministries, the calling. Uh, we also know, Jim, uh, it's not for everyone. Uh, uh, you are dealing with a variety of men coming into the day room. I know you get here early in the morning, and probably once you walk through that door, uh, things probably start right away. Hey, Derek, I need to see you. Can I talk to you? Things of that nature. I know there's a, there's some things that are going on in regards to uh, some of the traffic flow from guys coming over from uh, morning breakfast. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about... Uh, the ministry part of that uh, in regards to some of the needs that you guys are uh, working with? Because there's a lot of needs over there with our men. It is, you know, and I was thinking of um, just a metaphor that popped in my head was like I played football, you know, where it's, it's certainly not easy. I mean, right. you blood, sweat, and tear, but you love it. Yes. And it's very much like that. I would never say this is easy, but I would also be lying if I didn't say that I really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. It's challenging, though. Yes. It is. And, you know, what's not challenging about, you know, people that are coming out of broken situations um, in various ways, mental, physical, spiritual, all the above. But the blessing is, that's what I came out of. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so that's part of the calling is most of what guys are going through. I may not have had exactly what they're going through, but myself or my family, um, as most families have have had a lot of adversity, self-inflicted and from out, from the outside. And so those things are just built right into the, you know, ability to, 
to help guys with those things. Yes. And Derek, I think that perspective is so important because I think that's one of our core values at the mission is compassion. And I think one of the ways God builds that compassion is as often in what we've been comforted, we can comfort others, as scripture tells us. And, uh, and you've been able to experience the grace of God in your life and in lives of family members. And so as people come in that are hurting, we're able to share the same comfort that we were comforted with with them. And I think even that compassion, uh, we had talked a little before the broadcast, God's even expanded your vision uh, of, you know, we're a home missions organization, but he's given you uh, very recently a picture of what he's doing around the world. Yes. And, uh, and so, uh, and I think that just even, we, we don't realize sometimes that like our heart can grow even more, but it's really like the Lord using the Holy Spirit to, to just continually mold us in his image more and more. So I'd love it if you could share with our listeners a little bit. Um, on top of your ministry here at Haven of Rest, you had an opportunity with your church very recently that God's used to really show you quite a bit. I'm just so grateful for the privilege of going to Kenya, um, Africa, for 12 days with a, with a 10-person team. Um, and the, the blessings, uh, it was profoundly impactful both ways on our team, uh, on myself, and, and on those that we were with. Um, primarily African children, but it was also a lot of adults as well. You know, and you think, and I was one of the naysayers, like, oh, 12 days across, well, how much good can you really, that's, and looking back, I'm like, okay, that's like saying in one day of a wedding, really, how much can someone do? Yes. One day, God can change your entire world. And he has, in the sense of, you know, there was just, it was just so much rich fellowship, love, service, um, and eye-opening to um, how very great that the need was in many places. And our yeah. own need, you know, that we have. It was a symbiotic relationship where they opened our eyes and we served them. And so great, so grateful to have got to go. Well, you know, Derek, I remember when you came back and we were sitting downstairs. It could have been on a break or lunch. I can't remember. And as you were talking about it... Um, I remember you saying very clearly to me, uh, I'm still processing because of the impact. Why don't you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. I mean, one of the things you mentioned to me was just the, the spirit of joy uh, that you witnessed with the, the children and everything. You know, I am still processing. It's been over a month now, believe it or not. And since I got back and I, I said something while I was there with them, and I can back that up now after a month of processing is during the church service, when we were there that we got to lead and participate in, I said, this is the greatest church service I've ever been in in my life. And I can back that up that it was. Yes. And I even said at one point, I said, other than my wedding, this is the greatest experience of my life. And I can say the same thing now, confidently, probably more confidently now that I've gotten back and not just on the emotional high and all that. It's like, okay, yes, it was. I'll never be the same. It's hard to stop talking about it. Right. Which is <laughs> good know? because so, of the impact on that. Yeah. I think of, you know, you mentioned to us in a little bit here, you know, there's two things kind of juxtaposed against each other. One, you saw a level of poverty that really doesn't exist in the United States. Um, and it's, it's staggering and, and it's, it's, it's so, it's more than our senses can even take in. Uh, but then right, right there with it, you see people with just this deep, rich relationship with the Lord. And, uh, I'm reminded of, uh, uh, a quote I heard one time that Ron Hutchcraft likes to say that um, when Jesus is all you have, you realize he's all you need. Yeah. And and I think that you saw that firsthand. Like we would, in our Western mindset, look around and say, well, they need this and they need that and they need this and they need that. And, and, and those are 
for so they're not in the midst of human suffering. They do need those things, but yet they have Jesus, and and it's just and so I know you shared quite a bit about with us about that earlier, um, and and I think that's something that we can bring back here to Haven of Rest. It is like you said, when Jesus is all you have, you realize he's all you need. And before we went, um, they were showing a slideshow of the previous. In 2018, when they had gone to the same place before, and one of the slides they showed, there was a motorcycle with four or five sheep tied to the back of the motorcycle. And they said, "This is a, this is what we're talking about. This is what you're <laughs> going to see. You know, this is a different land." Yeah. And so I knew I was going to have the you know responsibility to preach while I was there, and so I chose the Lord as my shepherd mm. because mm-hmm. of that picture of the sheep. And I thought, <laughs> while I was preaching there, exactly what you thought, which is. There's something different about knowing this, knowing the Lord is my shepherd versus knowing the knowing the verse the Lord is my shepherd versus knowing the shepherd, mm-hmm. and to see and meet people who you say a scripture, and that very day we would see it fulfilled in some way, yep. and they lived like that on a regular basis. Yep. Children that lived, realizing they are literally getting their next meal out of the hand of God that day or certainly in the coming weeks and months that this is like we don't have food and it arrives regularly throughout the course of their life i met children there that i (laughs) admire Mm -hmm. you know that i was just like wow will i ever know god like this yes well you know and i think of the scripture i think we all know to have a heart like a child childlike faith and to see that what you witness i'm sure not only for you but also for your wife as well now she has been on other mission trips before, but this was really your first one. I remember you talking about it way before it happened. I remember, you know, the issue of raising funds for it, and that all came through. And then I remember before you left, uh, you, you, I mean, it, it was that time to go over. And it was like, here it is, God provided for you and your wife and your team. And then to go over there and experience everything that you experienced firsthand, I'm sure was an enormous blessing. It was. You know, you mentioned my wife, and I was so blessed to have really, really married up <laughs> in uh, so many ways. And, you know, it was funny, like, leading up to the wedding, you know, my pastor at my former church was like, you know, when she's when she's nervous, when she's crying, just, you know, be there for her. <laughs> Here comes the wedding, and my wife is just, like, <laughs> at, the, at her A game the whole time, knows where everybody's supposed to be, here I am, like... You know, am I supposed to wear the suit yet? Kind yes. of thing. I'm, yeah. like, you know, trying to hold back the tears. And she's just, and it's the same when we went there. Was she's been to Haiti, she's been to Russia twice, she's been other places around the world. And I thought, here I am, never been overseas, never been on a mission trip, and uh, you know, <laughs> we co-led very much so. You know, and she very respectfully, you know, knew her, um, you know, supported me, and I supported her as well. But. Um, she was definitely the one with the experience. And yes. when we got back, she didn't have a culture shock. I did. Mm-hmm. When I came to my home and got in my bed and just realized that uh, we all live in material luxury compared to 90% of what I saw while I was there, was it was, it was hard coming back here. Mm-hmm. And yet I feel like you have in this expanded vision of the of God's kingdom and of his family now. I, I I love the picture in Revelation where it talks about every tribe and every tongue and every nation. They'll be gathered around the throne. And, yes. and you have that picture now uh, in seeing what that's like. And I think in another way, we have that here at Haven of Rest, right? We have people from all these different walks of life and they're, they're coming here in crisis. And yet we're right here in the midst of it. 
And, and I just feel like what you've experienced in Africa brings that extra richness to what we do right here as folks come in into our day rooms. And they're, they're desperate. They're seeking shelter or food or clothes. But, oh, we have so much more to give when we, when we can show them Christ and, the, and, and being a part of his family. Exactly. You know, like you think of scripture, you know, um, in Christ, there's neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free man, male nor female, but we're Mm -hmm. all one in Christ Mm -hmm. Jesus. And to have such incredible diversity right here at the Haven, and yet people worship the same God and have the same the same unity in Christ with such different just in the day room alone, but all throughout the whole facility, people coming in and out that are so various, varied and yet the same Lord. And to see that overseas, it strengthens your faith to, I think you may have said, it must confirm the truth of our message when you go to the other side of the planet. And they're like, yep, amen, amen. Yes. And they don't skip a beat. And people who don't know the Lord are, what are you talking about? Yes. Just like they are here. Yes. And, you know, Jim, I think as Derek, you're, we're talking here, I think of 80 years. We've been in rescue ministry. Uh, you know, I think of Derek, you and your wife going on this mission trip, probably in your mind, rescue but yet it goes both ways uh you seeing the joy seeing how the lord provide and how the lord uh, spoke to your heart and then here at the ministry as we have men and women and children coming in who are just empty empty in life and they are looking for direction sharing the same gospel that is over in africa sharing jesus christ changing lives, transitioning, and that's what we're doing here. And once again, Derek, being on the front lines, I know that's every single day. And sometimes it could be the same faces. Sometimes it's a different face. But that's what we're about, offering hope. You know, as we close here, Derek, um, how can our listeners pray for you as we continue to move forward as we're, Jim, we're in the fall. So here we are in the fall. How can they pray for you? Well, I think I shared with both of you just briefly, kind of theoretically, before I went to Africa, I said, well, you know, I think we're going to be more blessed than they are. I had no idea how true that really was. This is, you know, we carry this treasure in jars of clay, the treasure of the gospel. And and the reason I say it in that way is um, that's what we're trying to carry here as well. And so I think I would just say, please pray that the gospel effectively goes forth here with our deeds and with our words. Um, in meeting felt needs and also ministering well with the God, with the words of the gospel as well. Couldn't have said it better myself, yes. Derek. That's, it's our prayer every day. And I know our listeners are going to join together in, in, uh, in that prayer. Uh, so thank you for coming on the radio broadcast today. And thank you, Derek, for your heart for the Lord and how that translates to ministry here at Haven of Rest. It's by his grace and mercy alone because <laughs> we don't deserve the Savior, do we? <laughs> thank you, Derek. Amen.